and welcome to the 17th episode of the Impopular Podcast. Today is April 29th, oh, 2014. Yeah. When was our last podcast? What, fucking 14? March 28th, I think. Really? I think so. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, some things happened. We went around a bit. At least I was busy. I don't know what you guys are doing. Someone moved. I yeah. moved. I went to the other side of the, the country. That was pretty cool. And uh, uh, I miss Streets. Streets, he's, uh, he's doing all right. I, I visited him the other day. Chris, do you know my cat's name? I've never been to your house. Oh. My cat is Street Fighter, the movie, the game. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. The cat. Streets for short. <laughs> Streets for short. I had another cat. It was uh, the king of the ultimate... Though, sorry, the cat of the ultimate fighting tournament, Tekken Aru. Oh, my gosh. I miss Tekken. Such a good cat. Thank you for joining us, Mr. Mike Cohenine. And Hello. joining us, uh, per usual, Chris Ferrari. Hello there. Okay, Mike's back after his little intermission there. Oh, that was weird. You good? I think I'm good now. Just turn off your torrents. Uh, yeah. Uh, why would why would I do such a thing? You got to download your Britney Spears dot somehow. Uh, I don't know. Jz dot not porn dot jpeg. Uh. Yes. Okay. So video games. Let's start this. What's new and good in the world of video games? Dude. Ground Zeroes is the future of gaming, let me tell you. It's the future of paying for demos. Oh, God. <laughs> and a demo has DLC. Oh, no. It does have DLC. That does is it? bizarre. Yeah. Payable? Yeah. Um, oh, Xbox yeah. One come, uh, Xbox 360 come with um, the Raiden one where there's body snatchers, and you control oh. robot Raiden. Raiden. You have to fight robots or something. Wait, is it is it... Do you have to pay for it? I think it's free. Oh, I heard it was paid DLC, but I could be wrong. Either way, and, that's uh, and PlayStation gets like a flashback where you control like Metal Gear Solid One animation Snake. Oh, that's that's, of... that's in the game. That's already there. I yeah. Like there's a few extra things you can do. Uh, you can be uh, you can play as classic Snake from Metal Gear Solid One with the polygons and such, and then you have to uh, save the President Baker and the uh, DARPA chief. That's funny. You know, yeah. Metal Gear Solid 2 has corrupted me, because ever since they introduced the tranquilizer gun, I-, I can't even think lethal. Like, everything has to be non-lethal for me in Metal Gear now. I feel weird if I kill a guard in Metal Gear. Really? They have the tranquilizer in Ground Zeroes, right? Yeah. So, like, I was walking by all these AA guns and, like, tanks and, like, all these cool things that I could jump on. But I'm like, no. <laughs> I have a tranquilizer gun. That's all I need. And, like, oh, you know, CQC. <laughs> CQC, they, they don't even, like, fight back. No. The enemies are just dumb in this. No point of them. Not only does your health recover, and there's a little mini game to recover oh, your health. What? Uh, Regenerating health. Risk. If by some some odd chance, because the guards aren't that smart, if they see you, 
it goes into slow motion bullet time mode where you can quickly take out your gun and knock the guy out before he officially notices you. That is the worst thing I've ever heard. I actually enjoy that. Yeah, but it takes I out all the fun. takes all the risk out of the gameplay. Though. It's like it's Have like played Metal Gear. The guy's yeah. walking and it's like counter and then just like you see a little dart like go slow motion and it was a cute it was a cute thing. My favorite health mechanic was Metal Gear Solid Three. We actually had to like heal yourself. Yeah, eat animals and stuff. No, I mean like extract the bullet and disinfect the wound and wrap it and such. You know what I did? So you have to kidnap, you have to get, get two prisoners back. And so when you, you're rescuing Chico, I think is yeah. that's what his name is? Chico. And there's a bunch of prisoners that are also in the, the thing you can rescue too. So I just stole a Jeep, loaded like six guys into my Jeep, and I went on a road trip around the base. like <laughs> Around the three-mile base. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I drove by everybody. I was just like, you know, Hey, what's up? <laughs> no one cared. Like the guards don't care. Yeah. You played through it once. You didn't do any of the extra stuff. I just want. Then I like all the prologue stuff. But the prologue stuff you have to play Peace Walker to understand it. It it's Metal Gear. It doesn't matter. What is it, Tom? What's that? What's it called? Metal Gear is a Metal Gear game. No, I know, but the way you say it, it's Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. Keith Walker is just not a fun game in my opinion. So I, I don't. Kiefer Sutherland and Snake is just. I don't feel it. Not only is it Keith Sutherland doing Snake, it's a very uninspired Keith Sutherland. He's like, pause. You gotta stay with me. Wake up. Uh, it's like. I wonder if David Hayter played it. <laughs> Tara Strong. What? Tara Strong is in everything now. Tara Strong is in that? Okay. She plays Paws. Do you want to discuss the tapes? Oh, God. Like, there shouldn't be that much detail in audio logs. Did you hear them? I I heard some of them. Mm. I didn't hear the one you were referring to earlier. The rape tape? Yes. (laughs) For a woman that had her insides opened up, a bomb removed, she sure recovered really fast. What are we... What? Did you play Ground Zeroes for her? No, but all I hear is there's a woman getting a bomb extracted from her chest and then she's getting raped? No, she gets raped before the bomb. Oh. It's the lead up to the bomb. See what happens. Spoilers. No, no, I'll just play it. It's fine. Don't worry about it. I don't know if you have the hour... I'll red box it. <laughs> so, Chris, no anesthesia. They like, rip, just rip the bomb from her stomach and just poorly sew her up. But five minutes later, she's up on her feet and she's like, you know, fighting back. And it's like, I, I think you, you, you don't usually recover Mike, that fast. Mike, Mike. Nano machines. Oh, okay. Oh, machines. right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So. Around Zeros, Mike has played it. I played it a few weeks ago, or was it two months ago? When did it come out? Uh, I don't know. It's a couple yeah. weeks ago. It was like a month or two. I played it back then. I like the ending. It just says, like, Ground Zeros. To be continued in The Phantom Pain. Thank you for playing our demo. 
Now play the real game eventually. It reminds me of um, ever play Resident Evil Two and you beat the game with uh, with Chris. Yep. With and then Chris early on. And then beat the game with Claire to get the true ending. It's like yeah. And then you can play as Tofu and Hunk. Oh, that's if you get the grades correct. No, I know. That's that's a uh, uber skilled mode. I know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Resident Evil One was too scary for me back in the day. I used to have my sister play in the room with me. Silent Hill used to scare the crap out of me when I was a kid. Oh. I, I was a little older for Silent Hill. I, that didn't bother me as much. Resident Evil uh, 1 was, what, 97? Oh, and the Ash Babies. Like, <laughs> I thought they were funny. <laughs> There's a part in that game where they're invisible, but you can still hear them coming at you. Yeah. All right. I, I don't want to play video games anymore. <laughs> Silent Hill 1 was a good game. I really enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, what's next on our little playlist here? I'm not sure if we even added it, but didn't Sony sell all of its stock in Square Enix? I didn't hear about this. Please tell I me didn't more. Hear about that either. Oh, let me see if I can get this. Uh... This, this is called pre-gaming. You need to do it before we have the podcast. Well, when Mike's looking for that one, you can talk about the other PS-related story. Which one's that? Which is um, PS4 officially outselling Xbox, just in case it wasn't already known. What? I know. Can you imagine? But, but the it, Xbox One has all those bustling features and a price point that can't be beat. It's like seven million to five million. The PS4 is outselling them. And it's top tier uh, system selling game that's as equal as the previous generation's version. Yep. Basically, uh, the story was. Um, for years, Sony has been almost one of the primary shareholders in Square Enix. And now because sales haven't been that great, they're just dumping the Square Enix stock like it's going out of style. Now, Square Enix has been doing a lot better, though, since uh, the Final Fantasy XIV remake. In terms Final of revenue, Fantasy or in terms 13, of game quality? Quality. In terms of both, because that game has now hit $200 million. Oh, yeah. No, no, yeah, two hundred million. I wish two million active subscribers. The funny thing, it's it's actually related to the sales thing. A lot of game companies are like jumping shit from Xbox. Wouldn't um, you? Before all information and map packs and stuff, Call of Duty would always come to Xbox first, and all the exclusive for Xbox. Mike, Mike, we're we're losing you, bro. Oh man, goddamn! Check your TCP/IP settings. What you want to do is just restart your router and come back. Yeah, I should do that. Yeah. Well, you're doing that. We this is the best uh, best comeback podcast I've ever had. Uh, <laughs> okay, so what's up? To say we can just continue on. So that little project in the middle of the I forget what New Mexico desert, they finally unearthed all those ET cartridges. They did. And uh, in addition to a bunch of 2600 uh, Atari 2600 hardware was in there too. Yeah. Did you see the picture of the little little kid playing Atari? I did. Yeah. So did they pull cartridge out of the landfill and throw it in? 
I wouldn't be surprised. I'm sure somebody had a generator on hand just to... He was obviously playing it, but, I mean, did they bring their own E.T. or did this snag one out of the hole? Because some of them looked like they were in decent condition. I'm sure they were. They are just sitting in No, a lot of them were destroyed. No, from what I heard from years ago when I, you know, when people talked about this, because it's been a rumor for 30 years, yeah. is that they took a, a uh, what's those called, those uh, steamroller things, rolled them over, oh. and buried them <laughs> in, in a landfill. That's funny. Yeah. So uh, Microsoft sponsored the whole thing. They are making a documentary about it. I don't understand why they're doing that, but yay. Because it's gaming related and it's... It wanna... is, it's been like the biggest game urban legend, I think, ever. I know. They just want to put their name on it. <laughs> E.T. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. The, the known, we did this, but we don't know where it is specifically. Only people did know, but yeah, that that was the big mystery. <laughs> Dude, ET looks like a fantastic game. I own and I have completed ET on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. Very sorry to hear that. It looks it's not a very long game. It's not a very not complicated good game, game either. It's just very very confusing what's happening. Yeah. Do you have to like collect spaceship parts while collecting these? You collect parts. Yeah, spaceship and phone parts. I think you also collect the phone. Then you'll find Reese pieces. And then when you do that enough, you can um, phone home. You pretty much just rise above. Like in uh, The Simpsons when Poochie left, you <laughs> went up. That's what I happens. You just fly straight. ET has to go now and then game over. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, it's a pretty awful game, but so wasn't the majority of the Atari 2600 games. It was guys. He's a space lizard. He likes candy. You know, just do something with it. You know? I'm, the, I'm, do you guys know about an ET on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred? Yeah. Like, yeah. They didn't even watch the movie. It. They didn't didn't know any of the source material. They didn't. They didn't. They didn't. What it was oh. was uh, back then Atari. This is all video game interesting um, history is actually really interesting right here. Uh, Atari pretty much paid programmers to make a game at a very low rate and they wanted this one guy to do it. I think he had four weeks to complete the game. So he said, here, make this game, make it happen. They sold, they made uh, I think on par, or if not over the amount of Atari 2600s that even existed. So they made too many cartridges and the game completely bombed. It was panned by everybody. So they couldn't even sell it. So it pretty much financially ruined Atari. Uh, I don't know if you guys know how Activision started. No. They also started from this. What they did was they broke off from Atari, and they started making their own games. So they hacked the system to make their own cartridges. That's why all the Activision cartridges look different than the Atari cartridges do. Hmm. Because um, Atari wasn't allowing anybody else externally to develop for them. You had to go through Atari to publish your games. Um, That's actually how EA started to EA uh, broke off from um, Nintendo they're making Nintendo ha- had a thing with cartridges where you had to go through Nintendo to make them and you had to pay a licensing fee and EA was like fuck that so they started making their own cartridges which were the Tendon cartridges so they um, they hacked up the the lockout chip it's a, a lot of stuff happened it was really interesting but um so didn't ET single handedly cause like <laughs> yeah. crash so um, they destroyed, pretty much, pretty much destroyed Atari. They never recovered from that. 
and they had warehouse of stock of those games, which is why they buried them in the desert, because we have this legit warehouse full of these games that nobody wants, and we have made too many of them to begin with. So, I mean, there's a landfill, and they found it. That's the end of the story. Dude, all he wanted to do was phone home. That's all he wanted to do. (laughs) All he wanted was a good game. Imagine if they remade it for the Wii. Yeah. And, you know, you Imagine if Microsoft bought the rights to the ET game and are remaking a uh, a new game for the Xbox One. Oh. That'd be amazing. I would like, buy an Xbox One for ET. Dude, you get to you get to hang out with ET with Connect and just like oh man, just talk to him. Connect <sighs> to ET animals. He'll take you. He'll take your Reese's Pieces. I did just find the the article Mike was talking about with Sony selling all of their Square Enix stock. $150 million worth of it. Wow. I'm surprised Square Enix even has that much stock to begin with. I'm telling you, Square Enix is doing a lot better game-wise. <laughs> they got Bravely Default. They got the new... Bravely Project Default came out two years ago. 10, that's 10, 2, 14, 2.0. I'm sorry. Did you just say 10 and 10, too? Yeah. Like, that's a good thing? Yeah, it is. Get the fuck off my podcast. <sighs> Jesus Christ. They're remaking... They're doing a high-def remake of 12. They didn't confirm that. I just wanted to see if they could make me smile. Well, it seems like companies are noticing that, that you know, Xbox is getting its ass kicked because a lot of companies are jumping ship and saying, oh, no, we're back in Sony now. All the exclusive what stuff for Sony. Huh? Wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Xbox. I don't know. Xbox is... Uh, As it stands, if it's a game that's developed in the West, it almost always comes out in the PC, and I'd much rather play it in the PC. And Xbox One has very minimal Japanese support. So if I'm playing a console game, it's more than likely going to be a Japanese game because that's what they make their games on. So why would I go with an Xbox One? That is the exact situation I'm in right now. So I can pay to play online? No thanks. So I got Titanfall on PC? Yeah, exactly. I heard you're a fan. I am a fan. We can talk about that once we get to the what are we playing section. Fantastic. We have sections today? I, I, I didn't prepare anything this time. Can you tell? Okay. Well, that was the last item on our gaming company news, which brings us on to our next section, current game news. Ooh. And I just found one that is relevant to your interests, actually. What's that? Sukoden 2 is coming to PlayStation Network. Has it been confirmed? Uh, yeah. The only thing I heard was that it got an ESRB rating, and it was from Sony. Uh, this is from a few days ago, saying it's officially being re-released. That is fantastic, despite the fact it will lower the value of my copy. So I should probably get on eBay right now, but that game is that is my favorite game of all time, so I highly recommend getting it. Especially I want to be $6. Eh, that game's okay. I mean, who knows? Maybe, you know, obviously this is not an official Sony site, but... I, yeah, so even, I saw even, it, the, yeah. even, the, even the prospect of Sukoden 2 coming out of the PlayStation Network is worth mentioning. About goddamn time. I think Sukoden 1 was one of the first titles released on the PSN for yeah, the PSN right. Classics. Yeah, I've had it on my PSP for years. It's on my Vita now. I play Sukoden 1, I think, too much. But <laughs> um, it, a large gap. Yeah. Uh, let's see what else we have on there. I don't know if this is yours. Age of Wonders being released on Steam? Yeah, they're redoing Age of Wonders. Three. I'm, I'm three? There's only one. Oh, it says Age of Wonders 3 released on Steam. Maybe it's a typo. Are you saying Age of Wonders or Age of Mythology? I think. We're talking about Wonders. 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 I'm, just, I'm just dumb. Okay. 
Yeah, so I don't care what Age of Wonders. That's probably Corey. Mm. Age of Mythology, that's not the talking about. <laughs> They're doing the Last of Us Definitive HD collection for PS4. That's, that's the thing. They're, that's, now doing, they're doing AC remakes of HD games, so they're calling it Definitive Edition. A la Tomb Raider? A la Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider, now Last of Us. So Yeah. Well, technically you get the, you get the game, plus you get the deals, all the DLC. So it's, it's one For DLC. another $60. Well, game less than a year ago. I'm not going to pay us another, pay for it again. I wonder if they're going to have one of those if I already own the PS3 version can I just pay 10 bucks thing? Because that'd be pretty yellow, right? Oh, like, like Square did for the DSX collectors? Set. Exactly. If they did something like that, that'd be fine. But yeah, if they're going to make you pay $60 again, why would you even bother? I... Unless you've never played it. But even then, just buying the PS3 for 20 bucks, but I mean, yeah. probably will be. But Joel will be more HD. You can see all I the brown and gray. It's a very drab game. Destiny's looking uh, interesting. Yeah, Destiny looks really cool. I haven't seen anything on that in a while. It's an MML <clears throat> FPS. Well, they had one of those a while ago. What was it called? It only lasted a, like a year. Oh, My understanding uh, is that uh, that game is <clears throat> system connected, so you can play on the PS3 in the 360 or where the fuck it comes on. You can play together. Is that true? Really? That's what I heard. I mean, I should probably research my things before I save them, but that's what I heard. So um, PC, it's coming. They, they PC released too, the right? gameplay trailer, and people are having mixed mixed reactions to it. I guess. Does it have Mr. Chef? Well, like you know, people who play on consoles are like, "Oh my god, amazing!" But people like you know, PC exclusive people are like, "Uh, I saw this eight years ago, and my computer can run this eighty million times better, or something." Well, that's just being a douchebag. <clears throat> yeah, it looks like a fun game. The concept's really cool. I'm not into first-person shooters that much, but I mean, I'll probably check it out. I play a little bit too much first-person shooters. Yeah, you need to stop that. At least you're not the Madden guy. Yeah. Tom, did you want to comment on one of the next ones? Oh, I should probably pull up the list and see what we have written down. I've just been watching <sighs> you, you pretty fellas, all this time. Oh, Tom, uh, I noticed me. Open world Star Wars AAA title. That sounds fantastic. Uh, I'm kind of mixed on that after Old Republic. Old Republic was a good game. Really, I heard it was. It was. You got to a certain point, and I kind of. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm thinking Republic Commando, which is a completely different game. I didn't play Old Republic. I didn't give a shit. I was in the same boat. You say MMO, but, um, I, I don't care. No. I played the... It was like a weekend beta type of thing. Uh, oh, Night Republic? Old yeah. Republic, I say? It's uh, free-to-play now, isn't it? It is free-to-play, yeah. Yeah, so... It's like free-to-play, but you gotta pay. Premium. Premium, as I call it. Oh. Yeah, I mean, is this if the game... If I don't game? pay, this, my parents uh, will laugh at me. Is this the Battlefield 3 game, or is it something completely different? Oh, uh, Battlefield played with the play first. Okay. Yeah. What was the... It was Battle something. Battlefront. Battlefront. Is it Battlefront 3? No, it's not Battlefront 3. Hmm. Okay, well... Next week, I'm going to read the material before I jump on. Bear with me, guys. I didn't have internet for a few days. That's okay. That's okay, man. It's okay. Um, 
<clears throat> one game that's coming out, it's Kickstarter. It looks really, really, really nice. Is it that Metroid-style game? Hearthworth Alicia? Yes, that game looks yeah, really good. it really does. It's a nice side-scrolling, 16-bit, Metroidvania kind of game. The art style reminds me a little bit of... Um, not, not really Tales of Fantasia, but it's just very... Some of the areas are very lush and very green and very, very detailed. I realize Tales of Fantasia is not the best reference because I know a lot of people probably didn't play the um, emulated SNES. I play the PS1 version. It is Random Battles, the game. It really is. It's very high. It really looks nice, though. You know, it's got a leveling system, side quests, loot. Um, it's all, it's all 2D, the, though. It is. But, I mean, it's got some cool little aspects. Like some of the side quests will um, change based on time of day, which is nice. Um, they've already hit. Their their goal was um, they've already hit like over a hundred and ten thousand. That might have changed. Uh, um, actually, wow, God, they're up to one hundred and fifty-five thousand now. Wow, they only had a sixty thousand dollar goal. They're up to about one hundred and fifty-five. Um, what sixty thousand? We use a port. LOL. Just kidding. No, L sixty thousand was their that just their base. What's their stretch goals? That's what I'm bringing up right now because I don't I uh, thought I had it memorized, but I did not. Uh, Seventy-five thousand was going to be new game plus. Ninety thousand was uh, challenge dungeons. Hundred and ten thousand was PS4 support, so it will be on PS4, which will be nice. Uh, this one you'll like. Hundred and twenty thousand uh, OSX and Linux support. Yay, Linux um, obviously. Yeah, I know obviously. I got to um, specify. Hundred and thirty-five thousand. Um, the, the music's going to be redone by Manami, uh, Manami Matsume. Oh, they announced the artist. Yeah. Because before um, it just said a like a high standing. This is the person composer. that did um, Mega Man and is doing Mighty Number no. Nine. Yeah, I know who he is, but okay. But uh, um, before I checked last week, I think it just said a high ranking composer or something along those lines. Right. So they're at 155,000. So they they just hit another goal, which is the Secret Zone. I'm guessing that's just another area. LOL, um, Wii U version. Yeah. Now here's the one you'll like: 165,000 support for PlayStation Vita. I think the PS4 and the Vita would be the same dev kit, wouldn't it? Where did they make more money for that? Well, uh, the the stretch goals don't show that. Stretch goals it shows them as two different ones. Regardless, the game looks really, really nice, and I'm really excited for it. And I'm really angry that it's not coming out soon. But yeah. hey, if they take a long time to do it and it's absolutely gorgeous, I'm okay with that. I'm still waiting for Iconoclast to be a game. I'm not sure that. I'm not actually. This dude just made a few of these games just in his spare time, and one of them is called Iconoclast. He has a a really awesome art style. It's a one of those pixelish, side-scrolling uh, Metroid-style games, but it was just really good. And he hasn't updated it in like a year or so, but it's like a small segment of the game, the first like two parts of it. And it's fantastic. I'm really hoping like, maybe he should just start a Kickstarter and get the game completed because that would be great. Oh, that looks cool. Yeah, it's a really cool game. So, I'm bringing up the screenshots of that now. That looks really nice. Iconoclast guy, I have faith in you. I'd back your Kickstarter. <laughs> So what's today's date? Today's... 29th. 29th, which means... Dun, 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 Child of Light comes out tomorrow. It does. And I'm excited for that. 
I, I, I scrolled through a few reviews. It wasn't getting the best support, but I don't care what IGN says, to be honest. I, I agree with that. It looks fun. From what I've read is it's not it's not horribly difficult. You're, it's mainly for the story and the immersion and the art style, but I, it's got, I like the, the aspect of the turn-based combat and platforming. It looks nice. Um, I've already got it preloaded because I, I really am looking forward to it. Well, that cost you twenty twenty-five. No, fifteen. Fifteen dollars. Okay, that's yeah. not late. What is that? It's the one Ubisoft it's made. on every console. Yeah, it's, it's a Ubisoft game. They always come out yeah. on everything. Yeah, I mean, for fifteen bucks, it's really no reason if you if you enjoy games with a very unique art style and. It supposedly takes its roots from the JRPG base, so... Leave it to the French to make it something arty. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But I'm looking forward to that. That looks very, very interesting. Yeah, I'll play through it. Uh, I think the bullet points was there's no loot. Like you couldn't upgrade your armor and weapons uh, and whatever. Eh, I, wouldn't, I don't think that would keep me from playing the game. Yeah, I mean... I mean it's kind of weird if you're basing yourself off a of JRPG and not have equipment, but... Yeah, has, I, think, I think it has levels, and that beats just about every Japanese RPG recently. Yeah. Yeah. I've never heard of it. What is it? It's just like a. Um, it's, it's a, like a side scroller. Uh, I guess it has RPG elements. It's like it's like a platformer, but yeah. then it'll, when you encounter an enemy, it'll jump into like a turn-based. Um, I have almost watercolor style. Not fighter. Um, just turn-based RPG. Yeah, it does, which kind of reminds me of. Saga, that? Saga Frontier 2? Yeah, thank you. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Fantastic game. Is it? I have it. I've never played it. It's, it's no. on, on my PS1 game. The opening song alone, when you first boot the game, it just yeah. starts a battle, and the music alone is fucking awesome. Oh, really? Yeah. Hmm. You're playing for three seconds, you're like, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. Chat the Light tomorrow. I'll definitely grab that. PC. Yep. I'm glad coming off the PS4 and all that stuff, too, because those guys, they like games, too. Mm-hmm. I hear it, anyway. They, they bought a PS4, so I assume they don't like games, but I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> I looked at the PS4 upcoming list. There is not a damn thing I want. So that's just... The only thing I'm looking What is coming out for PS4? Nothing. Watch Dogs, but that's also coming out for PC, so why would I get it on PS4? Exactly. It's... I'm, did you guys see the social media campaign that they did? Which one? Watchdogs. They basically say, click on this link and we're going to... Oh, yeah, make a it, Facebook analyzes, profile. It analyzes your Facebook profile and shows you how you're a vulnerability. Yeah. yeah. How bad were you, Chris? Uh, it came up and said I was neurotic and highly anxious. Wow. It's like they're in the room with you. I know. Uh, Ferrari Senpai PS4... Mike, I'd like you to give me a detailed review of your PS4 and how you feel about it. And how many? I'm liking it. It's. I was. Uh, I played Infamous Second Son. Uh, I, I like it. You would. Did you buy it or did you rent it? No, Matt. Matt rented it through uh, GameStop. Uh, I'm, most of the games I play for it, I like. I've been playing Trials uh, Evolution. Yeah, I came on everything. Trials Fusion. Uh, yeah. the, the one for PS4. Okay. Yeah. On everything. The one that Mike keeps uploading those videos for? Yeah. I, I like the the share button. 
Isn't it just Excite Bike PS4 edition? Yeah, pretty much. Have you ever played Trials before? No, I haven't. Oh, it's uh, pretty much just a physics thing. You have to jump a loop and land it appropriately or you'll fall off. It's just that kind of thing. So it's Excite Bike is what you're saying. Excite Bike was not as precise. <laughs> but, really? Yeah, it's, it's the right idea. But like through little loopy loops and jig jumps. Jig jumps. Not like that. Is that the technical description? Loopy loops and jig jumps? It, it answers the question. I know, it does. <laughs> those, those, are the, those are the only items I had for uh, upcoming gaming news. Upcoming games? Well, today, JoJo Bizarre Adventure All-Star came out. I never played the first one. Was that the one with the dude that smashed with the steamroller? I'm sorry? No, is that... The original JoJo, isn't that the one with the, the, one of the guys that finished with, he smashed it with a steamroller and then punched it a few times and then screamed Zawadudo? <laughs> I don't recall that, but maybe. No? I thought that it's was like a good. generic fighting game? Like, I know it's an anime. Uh, JoJo is a manga series. The longest running manga series. Guys, mm-hmm. come on. You uncultured mm-hmm. swine. I yeah, got JoJo mixed up with Bobo, you know. <laughs> same same thing. Uh, right? Have you played Persona? Because the whole idea behind Persona is pretty much the third chapter. Actually, of... I just fired up Persona 4 the other day. Yeah. Well, the first two series of the manga were like just like fighting shonen kind of goofy things. And then the third one on, they kind of had these, uh, they call them stands, but they're pretty much just personas in Persona. Hmm. And that's how they fought each other. So it's like the inspiration for pretty much all of the Japanese story and stuff, all that kind of crap. If I play Persona 4, is it worth doing it on PC and upscaling it? Uh, it's worth playing on the Vita for all the extra features it gives you. I'm not going to buy a Vita just for one game. You absolutely should. I realize that I should, but if I have 250 bucks to throw around, it's going to go towards upgrading you my can PC. get a Vita for like 120 130 nowadays. Put a little yeah, effort really? into it. Yeah. And the new Borderlands bundle thing is coming out too, right? Yeah, I hear Borderlands 2 is awful on the Vita. I don't think I would want to play it on the Vita. I wouldn't either, but I, if it was good, it would probably boost sales. But from my understanding, they showed no information about it. And the hands-on, I think they had it at PAX, and nobody played it. Like, nobody liked it, I should say. It was garbage. I've yet to play it myself, but I hear pop-in and frame rent issues. Borderlands, the pre-sequel. Oh, my God. That line was embarrassingly long. <laughs> so my, my entire PAX experience was working in a, a shirt booth right, right in front of the Borderlands line. So I'd be looking at the same people for like an hour and a half because they'd just stand that one section in that <laughs> line. I sold people things, uh, items. Like, uh, I delivered the first, it to them. Like, oh, first, here's your shirt, sir. The first and only year I went to PAX, a friend of mine stood in line for six hours to see a 30-minute clip of the Old Republic. Yeah. You're just doing PAX wrong at that point. There's so much to do there. It's not the showroom. You look in the showroom, you look at the stuff they can kind of walk up and see. You don't wait yeah. any lines. It's, I mean, it is the line simulator con because everything's yeah. a line there, but don't do that part of it. Right. I also found out that Logitech is mostly Irish. I didn't know that. Really? Logitech's a fantastic company. Yeah, I always assumed they were British, but no. They said they have like a, an office in England, but all of the main actual work and development is all in Ireland. Really? So I was like, all right. Logitech is my favorite anime. You know what it is? It's all thanks to it's all thanks to Fred is what it is. Macross, Logitech. <laughs> I think Macross is a part of the Robotech series, right? That could be it wrong. Is. Okay. Uh yeah. Yeah. We'll just go with yes. It's just easier. 
So if you're waiting in six hours, what do you just do? You get to play the game? Did you play like what? No, it's just like a demo. It's just a like a private screening for like gameplay footage or something ridiculous. I went in line once to play Borderlands 2 before it came out, and that was like a 15, 10 minute demo. But I think everything this year was just a small clip. I saw the Watch Dogs mm-hmm. one uh, two years ago. I think it was two years ago. But yeah, yeah I'm looking it was just a like guy playing it. And you watched him play it, but. Other than that, it's just... Pro tip, he's not actually playing. It was just pre-recorded. What you should do is spend the money that you paid on that pass and use it and wait the two days until it's on the internet anyway. That's my <laughs> recommendation to anybody who has a PAX. It will be on the internet in two days. Don't don't wait in line. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I have to show off my elaborate Metal Gear cosplay. <laughs> oh, you can do that. That's fine. Just don't wait in line while you do it. I don't get the point of cosplaying at PAX. I don't get cosplaying when you're a fat woman and you want to be somebody who's not a fat woman. That, that goes for any anything that you're not. I'm not going to pick out fat women, but, you know. If I, if I, for the off chance, and I want to cosplay, I know what I can do. I can pull yeah, did you, what did you? Who did you do? Uh, an anime Boston a few years ago. Like I did Scott Shelby from. That's Hattie what it was. That is perfect for you. That makes sense. You know that's hilarious. I saw him walking around as Scott Shelby, and I had never met him. And then two days after anime Boston, I met Mike over at Lincoln. Was he still? Was, like, in, was he still in the costume? He was, was not. But I was like, where the hell have I seen this guy before? But when I when I did Scott Shelby, I had a hundred and six degree fever. So people were trying to hug me and stuff, and I was just all like, eh. I'll throw you in a great. I'll cut your finger off and might tell you where it is. Jason? Jason! I still have not played through Beyond. Beyond two, Ellen pa- Beyond two Ellen Pages? I think I'm going to do that this uh, this coming week. That's a very good game. I Actually, I think I have a new segment of the show called... Ellen Page Rocks. Play Your Goddamn Backlog. Where I'm going to see a game, and I'm going to play the fuck out of it for that week. Now, here's, the, here's one thing interesting about Beyond Two Souls. I don't know... That come out. Of, that was PS3 exclusive, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so if you you can play that two player. Can you? Oh yeah, person one person could be the ghost guy. The girl one, and one person could be Aiden. Now you can actually play it, even if you only with two people, even if you only have one PS3 controller. How does that work? You can take your phone or your tablet, install the app, it. toss it on your wireless, and use it as a controller. I, had no I hate idea. games that make you play co-op. You like, don't I'm have to. Play. You don't have to play co-op, though. I, I would, Tom, did you enjoy Heavy Rain? Yes. Did you enjoy Indigo Prophecy? Yes, I did. You will like, you will like Beyond Two Souls. I played the first, I want to say, hour and a half of it. It's up until the part where you're in front of a police station or something, and you have like, uh, that's a good part. And you just start like, massacring everybody. My name is Nam That didn't happen yet. Thanks for I'm spoiling it. Nam and Jaden. I'm looking for the Aragami Killer. I still have never played that game in English. Oh I played God. the first second. What did you play it in? French? Yeah, I played it in French. Oh, okay. I, I, found, my, I found my son in the wasteland. <laughs> I, played, I played heavy, um, Heavenly Sword in French because the English was unbearable. Even though it was a <laughs> British game, it just, I couldn't handle it. Bonjour. Jean m'appelle Nam and Jaden. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it was like a Boston area French class. <laughs> I'm looking for the every game you kill it. Oh, Lord. <laughs> so bad. Uh, oh, all right, so do we want to... Hi from Boston, by the way. Yeah. Do we want to jump into what we've been playing? 
Sure. What have you been playing, Mr. Ferrari? No, me first? Oh, Christ. Um, first of all, which I'm very surprised at, I went out and got Titanfall. Did you get it on the Amazon $37 sale? Nope. I got it a couple of weeks earlier. I got the deluxe edition that's normally $80. I made a VPN connection to Mexico and bought it for 500 pesos, which is equivalent to like 52 bucks. Really? I thought it would be like 5,000 pesos. Nope. I got it for 50 bucks, 2 bucks instead of like 86 um, please please take your illegal activities into the microphone, clearly. That's not illegal. It's just... It's infringing on a... Yeah, that. On the end-user agreement. Oh, yeah, because we all read those. Well, if you did, you know you're breaking it. Moving on. Ban your account. Moving on. Um, I normally do not enjoy first-person shooters. I really like this game. Now, are you parkour man or are you giant robot guy? Both. Okay. When I played it, I just summoned my Titan, put it on AI mode, and I'll just be leaping along buildings. You can do that, too. I mean, I like that dynamic where you can have your Titan fight with you. You can jump on your Titan. You know, you can parkour. You've got, you know, weapon modifications. It's, I, it's just a fun game, and I really did not think I was going to enjoy it as much as I am. I was um, doing 360 no-scope, so yeah. top, uh, top building. I hate you. I do new uh, 360, no Titans. <laughs> having said that, I do... Titan drops. Having said that, I think that one of the reasons I'm enjoying it is I have microphone volume set to zero. Oh, so yeah. If anybody has a microphone, it's just completely muted, and I don't want to know about these 12-year-olds that want to do terrible things to my mom. To be fair, I have the least problem on PC. Really? Well, the other thing is I'm also not using a microphone on there, so it's kind of covered because I just don't care enough. I, the nobody worst. ever plays as a team, so it's useless. Yeah, that. so it's it, I just... All right, guys, put a flank for the left. Everybody will just jet off in different directions. <laughs> the worst the voice support for any system is PS3. PS3 has great voice support. You can use anything. You can use a plug-in USB. I know. You can use a Bluetooth so like, adapter. Oh, I want to talk to somebody, and it's just like this eight-year-old talking through a Bluetooth he bought in the dollar bin. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's not the PlayStation 3 fault. It's that little yeah. kid's fault. And then yeah. you mute him. But, yeah, TLDR, I'm really enjoying Titanfall, and with that surround system I got, it's... So immersive when I win. Ah, it's so nice. Make way for Titanfall. Just, you know, the bullets flying by, and when you jump into the Titan, and it flies. It's just really nice. Just to let you know, you are the next wave Call of Duty fan. I really hope not, because the next Call of Duty is not going to have giant robots, so I'm not going to... It's the Call of Duty team. It's the next Call of Duty game. You are playing a Call of Duty. Sledgehammer Games presents Call of Duty. (laughs) You're not one of those guys. You know, Tom, I yam what I yam. <laughs> but but um, if you're buying Child of the Light tomorrow, I will, I'll call it fair. Yeah. Uh, what else? I picked up Yakuza 4. How you feel about Yakuza 4? A little bit 4? of that. I like it. I'm kind of annoyed that it jumps back and forth between recorded audio and then it'll just put you into like two or three text boxes and then jump back into the recorded audio. It's just kind of this Weird yeah. disc. It's just kind of this weird disconnect where I would rather see the scene all done just in text or the entire scene voiced. Just jumping back and forth is just it's it's weird. But it's it's like in those uh, JRPGs you play where the first dialogue box will be voiced and then the next box will be 
like two words. They'll just say, "Hey," and it'll just be text only. Like, why did you even have the first one? Yeah, that's like. But I mean, the the combat's the combat's brutal as you're like with the past Yakuza games. It's it's fun to explore, and you can check out the hostess clubs and the combinis and all the kind of, all the fun stuff. So, did I you played, play the previous Yakuza game? I played a lot of Yakuza One, and then just kind of stopped because I accidentally fucked up my save files and I have one save file in the middle of this boss that I just cannot beat. So I haven't played it in probably since it came out. Mm. There's that yeah, weird boss, the, the weird psychotic dude who's voiced by Mark Hamill in the English edition. I played the Japanese audio. I don't, I don't recall. I actually want to go back and play it in English if Mark Hamill's in it. Is he just the Joker again? No, he's not the Joker. He's some crazy, like literally he's just like psychotic. I know who you're talking about. He's the dude uh, you fight in the uh, the batting cages. I don't recall. It's been yeah. a long time since I played that game. That's the guy who I'm thinking is the character. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got Assassin's Creed Four. Yeah. How you feel like about that? Bucks. You think it's worth twenty dollars? I don't know if it's my PC or if the game just does not feel as smooth as previous Assassin's Creed games. I mean, compared to three or <laughs> compared to two. Oh, two was flawless, but three was like I, I think I talked about it when I first you got my laptop, but it just doesn't run in my fucking. I mean, I'm doing 60, it on my 60 GT. I'm doing it on my PC. Now, I can yeah. play Titanfall on high without a single problem. If I try and throw Assassin's Creed on and put everything on like medium and low, it still just feels janky. I played on my uh, my Lenovo. It works pretty well. I mean, it's it's a laptop, and I understand that. Yeah. Plays fine. I got solid frame rates. It looks pretty good. No, see, I'm only. Get, I think that's mostly what it is. Is I'm getting frame rates of like 40 and 45. Hmm. For some reason, it just looks Nvidia, like. Nvidia. Nvidia just released a bunch of drivers updates for that's supposed to help with that. Did you do that? I did, and it came up and saying came up and says you don't meet even meet the minimum requirements for the, for this game. What yeah. what card yeah. do you have? What what? What card do you have? 550 Ti. Uh, upgrade that. Yeah, eventually. I know. That's it's... not the bo- that's not the bottleneck on my system though. The bottleneck's the processor. Oh, you're still running the quad, right? It's got that old quad Q6600 in it. That was a good processor ten years ago. It would, yeah, I know. But here's the thing: if I get a new proc, I have to get a new board because it's an LGA775 board. Yeah, so get a new board. They're a hundred bucks for a decent one. Yeah, and then it's another hundred fifty, two hundred bucks for a decent proc. Then I need RAM. PC no, gaming is hard. No, I already got eight gigs of RAM. Not no problem. Uh, TDR three or two? Three. Okay, then swap that over. You're fine. Yeah, I might. I might just get like an i5 2500. Uh, no, you can do better than that now. Yeah, that's another. That's a discussion for another another day. Come on, can we nerd out? I want if you want. If you, we can nerd out if you want. Hell, I'll sell you my 2500 and I'll uh, I'll buy an upgrade. <laughs> Uh, last thing I've been playing, um, mobile games, surprisingly. On MOBA or mobile? Mobile. Mobile. Is it a mobile MOBA? It is a, not a mobile MOBA. Oh. Um, it's, called, is... it's called The Room. Oh, not, yeah, not you are, Not you are tearing me apart, Lisa, The Room. It's, um, You're it's tearing me apart, puzzle. A, <laughs> you are lying. I never hit you. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie. Those are the only two lines I know. Well, you've seen the movie then. I know. Okay. Now, there's actually a lot of classics in that, but yeah, um, I played it, the room. It's great. Oh, you did? Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's it's like if if no one has played it, it's like Mist, but on a very smaller scale where you don't have all of the exploration, where basically everything is contained in Shocker, one room. 
the first game, everything's usually contained just if, you know, on one object that just transmogrifies and transforms and all kinds of happy horse shit. For the, I, I shotgunned it. I just did it all in one sitting because it was, it was a dollar on the Play Store. And it was also in the first uh, Humble Bundle when they first did the... I think it, yeah. And then I got The Room 2, which is a buck fifty. Okay, I haven't played Room 2 yet. It's a little bit... It, it, they made Room 1? You know, in the world of Room 1, it'll just be a single puzzle object. Like, you'll have something on a table, and that's the puzzle. Yeah. So the Room 2 is the same thing, but you might have three or four objects in a room. Okay. You have to kind of stop doing one and go to the other and do that for yeah, a bit. Yeah, but it's the same thing. You just, you know, like, pinch out to Zoom and just go into the, the next one. And It's $1.40 on the Amazon apps, uh, the Google, Android, Google Play. So if you liked one, I'd say two, pick up two. It's it's a good game. I was pleasantly surprised at at how I guess I'll say how, how words work. Yeah, I, I was gonna say how thoughtful the puzzle design was. I was expecting it to just be you know a crappy Android game, but it's actually it's really well done. You know, it's one of those games where if I knew what it was going to be like in hide and sight, I would usually pay ten fifteen bucks for it. The games that I have uh, simple, a simple goal, but yet complex enough to be fun. And those are the yeah, best. Yeah, but ones. I mean, I, I, I absolutely love you know Mist and, and Ribbon. So. No, oh, that's not a that's not really a good thing. Yeah, it is. the fact that I can I like the... Flashpoint myself, but it wasn't done in Flash. PowerPoint presentation. No, a lot older <laughs> than that. It was done in. Do you remember HyperCard? Is that what Mist was? <laughs> Mist was done in HyperCard on a Mac. Oh, that wow. was originally done, yeah. Oh, wow. I was just making a joke. <laughs> nope. Nope. Oh. This was this back when I was... Uh, yeah. That was the first CD game I had. Yeah, it was the first CD game a lot of... It was actually due in part to miss that a lot of people started getting CD drives. The I think that is why we got our CD drive. That's... It's like a... I don't know if you want to call it a proven fact, but they kind of ran the numbers and... Tons of people went up and got CD drives just for Mist. Yeah. I also had Doom 2 on a disc, but I think you could also get it on floppy, so that wasn't a yeah. problem. But, uh, yeah, that's what I've been playing. And then tomorrow, I had a child all late to that list. Mr. Uh, Mr. Nine and Co. Yo. What's Mr. Uh, Tech Conine. Yo. <laughs> oh, I've been playing that. Uh... Tell me about all the amazing features on the PS4. Uh, PS4 is actually pretty fun. I've been dicking around with the voice command stuff. Uh, you know, I, my PSN um, subscription ran out, so I can't play half my free games. So, uh, can you play Resogun? You can't play Resogun because you don't have PSN+. Plus. Then why even have a PS4? I know. I don't regret the purchase, but right now it's being unused. Uh, uh, I've been playing Ground Zeroes. You play the PS3 version, though, right? Yeah, I play the PS3 version. Because I rented it from Redbox. Yeah. Yeah, how's that working out? Uh, pretty good, pretty good. Redbox or the game? Because we already discussed it. Oh, no, no, the game. Yeah, I know. I know. Redbox isn't that bad. Um, Redbox is a... Stick around with Stick of Truth. Uh, I think it's a fun game. What are you playing that on? The PS3 or do you have it on PC? I have it on the PC, but um, because of my RAM, I guess, uh, or something, the the voices don't match up sometimes. The, 
delay. It seems like a CPU issue, but... Yeah, I was going to say, you know what? You're probably going to clean that thing out. I guarantee it's an overheat. I think I just built that for him recently. Oh, really? Yeah, I just Frankenstein a bunch of parts. Uh, I can't remember what's in it. I think it's a... Uh, I think it's on like two gigs of RAM, though. That's, that's what's... You should definitely upgrade that. Yeah. The problem with that is that uh, DDR2 RAM is expensive as shit nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I also... I got the Batman Arkham Origins season pass, oh. like, back when it came out in October. And the newest DLC came out, so I was messing around with that. It's actually not that bad. It's, it's fun. Kind of, sort of. I don't have the the new uh, special weapons that you get, but it's pretty fun so far. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you get, like, a, a heat suit? A heat suit? What? So, you, you get the, like... Is it, like, Zero Suit Samus? <laughs> pretty much you're, like, resistant to the cold, and you can, like... All well, the enemies... You can ice. be affected by the cold? Who killed the dinosaurs? Cool. Yeah, pretty the much. Like, age. like, the enemies have, like, cryo guns, and they can freeze you and stuff, but but this this new suit, you can't be affected, and you have, like... Isn't this based on real modern warfare? The fuck is this <laughs> cryo guns? It's Arkham Origins, man. Oh, okay. I thought we were talking Battlefield. I don't know. What was the name of Battlefield? Arkham Origins. Okay. It's called Cold, Cold Heart. It's now it makes a lot more sense. <laughs> it's actually based on my favorite episode of Batman Animated Series, so it's pretty fun. My favorite episode of Batman Animated Series is the one with the clay face. Uh, my favorite episode well, is... Where he dies at the end called... by falling in the water? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good dark-ass shit. My favorite episode is called Heart of Ice. Uh, it's about, you know, Mr. Freeze and his wife is frozen. And he has to... Quick, what's his wife's name? Nora. You nerd. Nora. <laughs> uh, talking to Mike here. Come on. Yeah, I know. You can probably tell you the voice actor. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Uh, you guys ever watch that episode? Yeah. This guy's nominated for the Humanitarian of the Year Award, but he's the one that put, you know... Mr. Freeze's wife in the coma state stuff. I don't know. He's the one that caused Mr. Freeze's accident and stuff. Mm. It's weird, man. Ever played a Peace, misunderstood Peace villain? What was that? Uh, Peace Walker. Are you playing uh, on the PS3? I, I have a PSP emulator, but it is... <gasps> oh, no. It sucks. It doesn't load. It's not the emulator, because the emulator is fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm still looking my current eyes. Uh, I'm looking forward to that Type Zero translation finishing up. Yeah, man. They updated the emulator to run it. That was one of the last updates, so that would be fantastic. Oh, from, the, from the 2 gig ISO support? Yeah. Yeah. That game looks really good. I'm really interested in that. Peace Walker added a fun feature, though. It's like you can kidnap. No, that is not a fun feature. It is. Stupid. That's not added. You can do that in portable ops. I think it's funny. It's like you just kidnap the guy. A skyhook? Yeah. You can do that in portable so ops. So you just do the skyhook and you just throw him in the back of a truck. Didn't you throw him in the back of a truck? Yeah. So stupid. Half the bit. Gameplay. I, I can't get over it. It's not... <laughs> The segment to what the with the different areas. Yeah, it's just See, all, all portable games kind of did that. That's the reason I haven't played Valkyria Chronicles too. Yeah, it's that uh, Dynasty Warriors on the PSP did it. Yeah, a lot of games did. It was a shame. Like Kingdom Hearts was fine. That had 
it was just like a Kingdom Hearts game, and it ran fine. I don't know why I just didn't fall in that. Chain of Memories, man. Game of the year all year. No, what's, what's not getting Chain of Memories? So, so there was a girl at PAX. She had a bunch of Kingdom Hearts no, tattoos. Wasn't. No, there wasn't. No, stop with your stereotypes, asshole. This is a open world for everybody. We don't, we don't hate here. Girls don't accepting. play games. Girls don't play games. No. My lady. <laughs> so tipping, I asked her how she feel about intensifies. How she feel about Sion as a character, and she was like, "I think she was necessary." But I politely asked her to leave my booth. What are we talking about? Sion from what? Oh, from uh, some Kingdom, Kingdom Hearts. Hearts. Yeah, oh. you mentioned Chain of Circle, uh, our Chain of Memories, but. Yeah. Kingdom Hearts derp derp derp. <laughs> I I enjoy the Kingdom Hearts series, not for its uh enriched story, but it's actually they're just fun games to play. Is it actually XL got it memorized? <laughs> Is it actually all just a dream? Someone said the whole thing's a dream. Chain of Memories? Um No, like the whole series. No. Okay, Chain of Memories is I was pretty sure they were wrong. Dream Drop Distance is as well. But Darkness. Darkness, darkness. But, darkness, uh, darkness, no. darkness, darkness, darkness. <laughs> uh, this isn't Mario 2. I like the final boss of Kingdom Hearts 1. It was like this giant... They're in space and this yeah. giant guy. I remember that. It's almost like it's a Japanese RPG. This is like one of my Japanese animes. I use RPG extraordinarily lightly because Kingdom Hearts is barely an RPG. Kingdom Hearts 2, please press triangle. Good game. Keyblade surfing. GG. Oh, I went out of my way to get the ultimate weapon in that game. That, I might have told the story before, but I thought I didn't know like, the glide was an ability until the I beat the game and then went back to I think the you, yeah, I, think, I think you told and me it, that. I then was like, you can you can get the glide ability? Why wasn't that in the game ever? Oh, Sephiroth. rolling and stuff? Sephiroth's in the game is hit, hit. Glide, hit, hit, glide, hit, hit. That's the Yeah, but when you don't have glide, it's a very frustrating battle. <laughs> uh, I was like, I was guides here. At Ultimate Weapon and Fenrir at the same time, with like two most powerful keyblades. Yeah, two, two was a fun game, despite its flaws of not being as good as the first one. You know, I, I get to the point where you actually control Roxas again. I mean, Sora again, and I lose all interest. I'm like, so you've played an hour of it. Oh, no, I beat the game back when it first came out. Okay. But now, if I if I try the HD edition or any, you know, there is no HD edition of two. When it comes out, there will be. There will be. Yeah, they already announced it. Roxas. I think they're including uh, Birth by Sleep on it as well. <sighs> which was a fantastic game. Metal Gear. Metal Gear. I right. wait for um, Big Boss or Snake to be confirmed for Smash Brothers because I'm uh I'm. I don't see that happening this time. It's a showtime. Uh, I, I, do you have anything else? Any other games you've been playing? You talking to me or talking to Mike? Okay, uh, that's pretty much it. Okay, so I guess I'll talk about what I've been playing. All right, because I, I, I've been going through my Steam library and I found a game that this may shock you, but it's called Mirror's Edge. And yeah, I, I saw wondered... you playing that the other day. <laughs> I was like, what is he, is he really playing that stuff? So I was like, hmm, this game sounds interesting, and I have to load it up, and I was like, wow, I think I really like this game. And I played through it again. Yeah, again I'm sorry, I, I mean the first time. I've only played like the first mission on that game. 
I don't know why. <laughs> Seems uh, like it's a game I would enjoy. It's fantastic. Uh, Tom, Parkour I'm Simulator 2030. Tom, I don't think that's a real game. I, I own it on the 360. I own it on the PS3. I own it on Steam and Origin. I completed all of them because I'm an idiot. How long does one playthrough take? It's not the longest game. The fun, the real fun of that game is the time trials. Uh, they have like little kind of uh, courses set up for you, and it's it's just like a puzzle game at that point. It's really awesome. Huh. Although the scenery and the cityscape is fucking amazing as it is. So, great game. Two's coming out. What? <laughs> is that confirmed coming out? Yeah, oh, yeah. That was announced uh, E3 last year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Imagine uh, if, like, if you don't catch the E3 and I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> Sorry, not coming out. Uh, then EA is dead to me because they're very prominent as it is. Gabe Newell rolls out on the stage. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about my, my lover, Valve. <laughs> Okay, I've been playing a game called uh, Tokaden on the Vita. Uh, it seemed, it's made by the guys who do uh, Dynasty Warriors, so I thought it would be a cool little RPG Dynasty Warriors kind of game. It's a Monster Hunter type of game, oh. and I, I'm not the biggest fan of those. They're only fun if you have somebody else to play with. If you're playing by yourself, it's pointless. Um, this one has a pseudo-leveling system, but it's mostly just grab kill monsters to get the items, to get the monsters, to get the items, to get the monsters. To get mm. the items. And I'm not that pleased with it. I wanted to get that conception too because it seems so ridiculously stupid. Yeah, I heard but it was. I heard it was fan service the game and I just can't take that shit. So, for example, I have not finished Kill a Kill because it's fan service the anime and it's fucking terrible. So, Matt, I mean, Tom, just, just finish it. Just finish. Did you say Tom, Matt? Tub Matt? Tub Matt. Tub Girl? Um, I've been playing uh, Deus Ex on Chris's recommendation. That game that is pretty, pretty rad. I, I, I'm in the open world now, so I played an hour of it. I hope you're okay. proud of me. But um, yeah, it's really cool. You can do side missions. I can break into a guy's apartment, steal sensitive information from a guy or something. Yeah, I would definitely say do all the side missions just because you get a ton of XP and it fleshes out the story. Yeah. Um, there's another game that I've been trying to play. However, it does not want to work for me. It's a... Dark Souls 2 on the PC. You gotta play it, man. You gotta play it. Using my PS4 controller, it will not map the buttons correctly. Using the keyboard and mouse, it is impossible to fucking play. So... As of right now, I have not played it, but I do have it, and I do want to play it once it stops being awful at using controllers. Um, I tried to use my 360 little wireless receiver, but I think it broke in the move, so I don't... I might, have an extra, I might have an extra one of those if you want it. The receiver? Wireless one? Yeah, for 360? Yeah, hook me up. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I got an extra one of my just random box of cables and shit. You can have it if you want it. Awesome. Yes, I'll take that. All right, remind me next time I see. Awesome. Um. So yeah, I don't. I can't play that. I've been playing uh, E7 on my PlayStation emulator, which works fantastically. You know what game I might emulate because I saw a thread on it. What's that? You ever heard of Bahamut Lagoon? Bahamut Lagoon for the SNES. Yeah, that was a good game. Yeah, I heard it. Some, I, it was a recommendation that I should play that. I'm just going to point out that I own these games, and I'm not a filthy pirate like you, Chris. Well, how did the game didn't even come out in the U.S.? 
It did not. No, it did not. I, I also played it. There's also one called um, Treasure Hunter G. That's a really cool game. Oh, uh, also called Treasure of the Rudress. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, no, Treasure Hunter G. I remember that. Like, back in the day when I was first finding out, like, SNES emulators, I was downloading all these translated Japanese games, and that was one of them. I remember that being cool as hell. Yeah, it was no like a who wants to play Assassin's Creed 4. Alright, me matey. But what I what I really want to play, now that I think SNES emulators, I want to play Luffy too. Let's see, SNES. Because uh, Lufia 2 was amazing, but the, the GB remake was crap. I the uh, third Mana game for the uh, Super Nintendo is another good one for the Super Nintendo. Oh, uh, Mike, what the fuck are you doing? Nothing. Jesus Christ. Are you talking about uh, Seeking Densetsu? Yeah, Seeking Densetsu 3. Yeah, I heard that was good, too. Yeah, that's a fantastic game. Um, Super Nintendo ones. There's a bunch of them. There was Romancing Saga. Yeah, Tales of Fantasia. Uh, Rent a Hero, um, Live a Live was another one. Uh, mostly just Square games, but they're all really good. Star Ocean Star, 1. Star Ocean 1. Remember, you play that on the PSP, though. Play the PSP version. It's better. Do you remember Robotrek? Yeah. It's a good game. Um, ooh, here's a really, really good one. Very somber story and very, not depressing, but uh, do you remember Terranigma? Yeah, Terranigma was the third part of the uh, what series was that? Secret was of that. Evermore, I think. No, no, no. no. It was, um, it was um, Soul Blazer. Was it? Yeah, Soul Blazer. That was a great game. Oh, no, sorry, Actraiser. Was it really? Yeah, Actraiser had three parts. It was uh, Actraiser, and then the sequel, I can't remember the name of, and the third one, Terranigma, was Europe and Japan only. We did not get it. We didn't, I know, which is... Bizarre. Yeah. That was another good game, now that we've totally sidetracked onto SNES RPGs. I can't see Tom anymore. I just see... Yeah, I'm missing anything. But I need to see... Oh, there he is. I'm on my thumbnail. I don't know why I'm not showing up on the main screen here. Our glorious host. (sighs) Yeah. yeah. I I say Super Nintendo games are great, and we should have a podcast dedicated to those, because it was Uh. the best game ever. I I never really played Super Nintendo. Well, you're wrong. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Should do that. We have a should have a PS One. Well, I I have a PS One. Okay. PS One RPG podcast. Act Razor Two was just called Act Razor Two. Okay. There was a game called Soul Blazer they made, but it was not part of the same series. Although it is kind of. <laughs> it's very similar. I'm looking at it now. Yeah, Act Razor Two, and then Terranigma. And then Grand Stream Saga. Remember that one? No, I don't. I remember it. I never played it. Though. It was a PS1 RPG. I believe the very first... No, no. Beyond uh, Beyond the Beyond was the first one. I think it was the second RPG for the um, PlayStation 1. And it was a shit ton of random battles. <laughs> but and I love random battles. Very, very poorly rendered polygons, which you'd expect from the first year of the PlayStation. But yeah, it was a game. Still going to try... Uh... Vagrant Story someday. Play Vagrant Story. Play. I've heard. I, now, but you know, now I've heard. I read something that it's it's really menu heavy. Like you're always jumping in and out of menus, and that kind of ruins it. It's a uh, equipment, and you when you attack, it's like uh, Parasite Eve. You get to pick a part of the body, so you're always kind of scrolling through stuff. But it's it's a fun game. Parasite Eve. Kind of... Remember Parasite Eve two? That game was fun as hell. Yeah. Uh, it's like the the pre Final Fantasy twelve. Yeah, well, it's, it's set in Eagle East, right? Hmm? It's set in Eagle East, isn't it? 
Yes, it is. Okay. Yes, it is. All right, then. All right. Well, I guess we're wrapping this up. I think we are. Unless you want to talk about Super Nintendo games for a while, because I'm totally down with that. We could talk about the Super Nintendo games until 3 in the morning, I'm sure. Well, we just talk about when Square Enix was a good company. Yeah, those were the days. Yeah, because all those games are great. I used to play it on my PlayStation 3. <laughs> yeah, with its uh, Einheiser batteries, or the hell they were called. Are the Panasonics with the little Apple one? <laughs> All those dollar store Chinese batteries. Uh, I know them. a genuine Panaphonics TV when I see one. <laughs> exactly. They've exactly. also got Sor- they've got Sorny. <laughs> oh, Sorny is my favorite brand. Sony. I like those Sony bastards. They've got all the classics: Panaphonics, Sorny, Magnifox. All right, I think we're getting a little too off topic. I'm going to end this now. So. All right. All right. That was our podcast for today. We try. Next week, I'll probably do some research before I have the podcast. I mean, today was good at all, but I'll try to be a little more structured, as I usually am. Kind of. And I'm sure Corey will be here, because I miss Corey. He's, he just sits in the corner and kind of says a word every 45 minutes. It's nice. Until we start talking about, like, 5X games or Crusader Kings or something. Oh, yeah, he's our, he's our Crusader Kings guy. But, yeah, Corey next week. A schedule, maybe. I'll write up a little little do, a little ditty. Good night, everybody. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.